The Titans need to trade for a wide receiver. I'm going to tell you who they should go after on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, the Titans desperately need more help at wide receiver. They're going to have to get creative, whether it be through a trade, whether it be waiting for someone to get cut off a different team, or going after a free agent right now. I'm going to go over all three of those options on today's show. First, we're going to look at some trade targets for the Titans. Then we're going to look at some guys who could be cut on other teams. And then, of course, mention some names that are on the free agent market right now. Before we get into it, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year long and always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed and stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Shout out to my everydayers tuning into the podcast Monday through Friday, all week long. Welcome anybody that's new as well. Make sure, again, that you get subscribed and stay subscribed. I'm going to be doing deep dives into the prospects that the Titans have drafted throughout the next few weeks of the show. Plus, we have rookie minicamp. We have OTAs. We have mandatory minicamp as well. You don't want to miss any of the Monday through Friday content that I'll be putting out covering all of it. But with that in mind, we are going to move forward here. Talk about some wide receivers the Titans should trade for. And as I go through the list, Let me know down below what wide receivers you would like the Titans to go out and get to help this team. And throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you're watching. Help support the channel, and I appreciate it quite a bit. But moving into our first trade target for the Titans, it is Brandon Ayuk from the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the 49ers may not be interested in trading for Brandon Ayuk. I totally understand that. But if he is available, the Titans have to call and see what the price is. Ayuk is still only 25 years old. The 49ers would consider trading him because he's going into the last year of his contract. So it may make sense for San Francisco to send him elsewhere, get a draft pick in return and not spend the money that they're going to have to spend to keep Ayuk around when they're paying a guy like George Kittle, paying a guy like Debo Samuel, paying Trent Williams as well, and some of the defensive players that they're going to have to pay, namely Nick Bosa on that side. So they may look to save some money and get rid of Brandon Ayuk. If they do, Rand Carthon needs to call up his previous employer and make sure that the Titans are part of that discussion. Two other guys that could make a ton of sense for the Titans come from the Denver Broncos. And we're going to start with Jerry Judy, who is the top target out of the two that could be available from the Broncos. Judy's only 24 years old. He would fit perfectly with Traylon Burks. He's an incredible route runner, plays with great speed and great quickness. So it'd be a nice pairing to have the big physical Burks. And then, of course, Jerry Judy with him, as I just described. Right now, the rumor on the street is that the Broncos want a first-round pick for Jerry Judy. I don't buy that one bit. I think the Titans could get Jerry Judy with the second-round pick. But here's the downfall. Jerry Judy has... One year left on his contract. He's going to be playing on his fifth-year option this year of about $12 million. So Judy 
what well it's two million this year next year the fifth year option kicks in but Judy is going to want a new contract if you trade for him that's something that he wants from the Broncos and it's part of the reason that they haven't been able to see eye to eye and that he's in trade conversations in the first place so Judy is a guy who's going to want a brand new deal guessing it'll be about 18 to 22 million dollars a year for Jerry Judy and that may sound like a lot but wide receiver numbers are going up by the minute and the the salary cap is going to go up by another 10 million next year and then the new TV deals kick in after that so the salary cap's going to go up a lot 18 to 20 to 22 million dollars a year for a wide receiver is going to be considered mid-range money compared to what guys like Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams and AJ Brown are getting so Jerry Judy could make a ton of sense for the Titans. He's going to be a little bit more expensive in a trade, but at only 24 years old, he's got room to grow, and he does fit perfectly with Traylon Burks. The other guy that I got to talk about here is another Denver Bronco, and it's Cortland Sutton. Sutton is a different player than Jerry Judy, though, where Judy is a quick route runner over the middle, catching passes, run after catch threat. Cortland Sutton is that physical, big-bodied, six foot two, six foot three, maybe even six foot four. A uh, guy who goes down the field, jumps over top of guys and makes plays. Traylon Burks has a little bit of that to him as well. And when you add in Nick Westbrook-Akine, and when you add in Colton Dow, who the Titans just drafted, they kind of fit that mold as well. So Sutton may not be as good of a fit with Traylon Burks going forward, but Sutton could help right now and give the Titans something that they already like as a player. It may be you know, overlapping skill sets, but it's still a talent that the Titans desperately need. Uh, Sutton is going to be a little bit more uh, affordable in a trade than, say, his teammate, Jerry Judy. Rumor is the Broncos won a second-round pick for Sutton, but at 28 years old, with the injuries that Sutton has suffered since he's been in the NFL, I think you could get him for a third-round pick. Uh, one of the upsides to Sutton, downside to Judy, but an upside to Sutton is he's got three more years on his contract, which if you trade for him, it's going to be around 13 to $14 million per season. If I mentioned 18 to $20 million as a mid-tier contract, that's a bargain. 13 to $14 million going forward for three years of Cortland Sutton, even at 28 years old, is still a pretty good deal. So that could be an option for the Titans. The last guy that I want to mention here is, I wouldn't say is obvious of a target, but a lot of people talked about T. Higgins as a trade option. I don't think the Bengals are looking to trade T. Higgins, but Tyler Boyd could make some sense for the Titans as well. Uh, Boyd's in his last year of his deal. $10 million would be the only cap hit the Titans had to take. The Bengals' finances, look, they got to pay Joe, Bur Joe Burrow this summer. They just paid uh, Orlando Brown in free agency at offensive tackle. They're going to have to pay Jamar Chase. They're going to have to pay T. Higgins. Uh, they got some guys on the defensive side of the ball they may want to lock up as well. The Bengals' financial issues are going to show up in some way. They're going to manifest somewhere. And I think getting rid of a guy like Tyler Boyd could make a lot of sense for the Bengals. They just drafted Charlie Jones from Purdue in the draft. If they feel comfortable with Charlie Jones taking over as their slot guy going forward, then Boyd could be a person that is on the trade market. But we're going to talk about some more trade options as we move forward throughout the show as well. We got to talk about some guys who could be cut from other teams and become available. And then, of course, we'll talk about some free agent options as well. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book, and it's the NBA playoffs. It's the MLB season. It's a perfect time to check them out. Right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet 
up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets, even if your first bet doesn't win. They have great promotions every day on the app. The app is safe. It's secure, easy to use. You can get paid instantly as well. So there's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get started with a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Titans fans, we are going to continue today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Looking at the Titans options at wide receiver uh, with only drafting Colton Dowell in the seventh round. The Titans have left themselves in a terrible spot at receiver. They truly do, by far in a way, have the worst wide receiver room in the entire NFL. Of course, they have Burks and they have Phillips who could be contributors, but now Chris Moore and Nick Westbrook-Akine are going to be in roles that they should never, never be in. So the Titans need to look at adding some help. We talked about some of the top names that could be available on the trade market. I want to continue looking at the trade market here with some options that are kind of in the mid-tier that could be available for the Titans. Before we get into it, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year long and always for free. Make sure you get subscribed and stay subscribed. Shout out to my everydayers tuning into the show Monday through Friday. Let me know down below if you're an everydayer yourself. And if you aren't an everydayer, then you better get like my everydayers. I'm going to be doing full-length breakdowns on prospects that the Titans have drafted throughout the next few weeks, covering mini camps, covering OTAs, all of that. So make sure that you stay subscribed and stay locked in to the Locked On Titans podcast. Let me now know down below in the comments uh, what options so far that you like as trade targets for the Titans. We're going to get into a few more right now. We are going to start with a guy who I think makes a ton of sense for the Titans. And it's Darnell Mooney from Chicago. So Chicago is trying to revamp their wide receiver group. And they... Brought in Chase Claypool. They got DJ Moore in a trade. They've added some more guys in the draft. Uh, I think that Darnell Mooney from Chicago is a guy who could make a ton of sense as a trade candidate for the Titans. He's got a, a ton, a ton, a ton of speed. The guy is an absolute burner. You pair that with the physical nature of Traylon Burks, it could make a ton of sense for the Titans. Another guy who makes a lot of sense for the Titans is Gabe Davis from the Buffalo Bills. So, this one is contingent on a different move. So, obviously, the Bills have Stephon Diggs. Uh, They really like Khalil Khalil Shakir, who general manager Brandon Bean talked a ton about in their post-draft press conference. Uh, They've added some other options this offseason as well. And if... The Buffalo Bills trade for DeAndre Hopkins, which is something that's rumored to be in the works. Then Gabe Davis immediately becomes the odd man out. So you'd have Hopkins and Diggs on the outside. You'd have a guy like Shakir on the inside. Where does Gabe Davis fit into all of that? Wide receiver four? 
and he's in the last year of his contract as well, this could be a great opportunity for the Titans to go get Gabe Davis on a cheap trade. Remember, if the Bills trade for DeAndre Hopkins, you go get Gabe Davis for cheap. You test him out on the last year of his contract. The Titans have $100 million in cap space next year. So if he does well and he fits, then he could be an option for the Titans to keep long-term. If he doesn't, then you let him go. He gets a deal from a different team. You get a compensatory pick in return. It makes a lot of sense for the Titans to do it. So Gabe Davis, again, there's a contingent part of that conversation with the DeAndre Hopkins trade because if the Titans or if the Bills don't trade for DeAndre Hopkins, they're probably not going to get rid of Gabe Davis. But if they do, the Titans should call them immediately and see what the asking price is for Gabe Davis. He's got his downfalls, but he's a big physical receiver who could be a downfield threat. And again, at some point, you stop worrying about their skill set and you start worrying about just talent level. And the Titans need more talent at wide receiver and Gabe Davis could do that. Another guy who is apparently in the doghouse in New England is Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne was brought to New England as a free agent. Hasn't really worked out for him, but he's a guy who's shown that he has good talent. And again, with where the Titans wide receiver room is right now, the Titans need additional talent, even if it isn't a perfect situation. Okay? Another guy that makes a lot of sense for the Titans is Cedric Wilson in Miami. Uh, Miami has brought in some additional wide receivers to go with Tyreek Hill and to go with Jalen Waddell, Devon A-Chain, who they just drafted as a running back, but I think he has some wide receiver ability in the slot as well. Cedric Wilson is a fast guy who can play in the slot for the Titans, maybe play a little bit outside as well, but he's a guy who could be an odd man out in Miami who could cost very, very little in a trade. These guys that I'm talking about now, we're talking about six seventh-round picks. The Titans have two seventh-round picks in next year's draft. So that could be an option. Terrace Marshall Jr. from the Panthers. They brought in Jonathan Mingo. They brought in Adam Thielen as well. Um, They have some other options there. uh, LaVishka Chenault is another guy who could be available. So Marshall could just be an odd man out from a numbers game. And rather than releasing him and letting him go, the Panthers could look to get a conditional seventh-round pick or something in return. Speaking of those draft picks, though, I did want to take a moment to stop here after we've talked about trade options. Because I already know. I already know what you guys are saying in the comments, what you're going to say to me on Twitter. The pushback that you'll receive is, well, the Titans already traded so many picks from next year. They don't really have trade assets to, to go take care of everything. Okay, so the Titans only have a first, a second, a fourth, and two sevenths next year. They traded their third-round pick in the Will Levis trade. They traded their fifth-round pick in the Dennis Daly trade. And I believe it was a sixth-round pick that went out for Ugo Amati. Man, John Robinson was really, really making crazy deals there at the end to try to make one more run at it, I guess. Um, But either way... I get the the pushback that the Titans don't have a lot of draft picks next year. So why would they be making trades? Well, guys, they could look to trade some veterans themselves. Whether it be Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, Kevin Byard, a guy I keep throwing in, Christian Fulton, who's going in the last year of his contract. These could all be guys that the Titans either make 
have in a trade to get some of these guys and some picks back, or they just trade them on their own and get some picks back and then use those picks to maybe make some of these deals. A lot can still happen. And I know it would make some Titans fans very, very upset to trade any of those players, but the Titans just traded for a quarterback in the draft and drafted a running back in the third round. The Titans draft said, we're rebuilding. So if the Titans are going to commit to that vision and trading Tannehill or Henry or Bayard, probably something that would help them commit even further to that vision. So if you trade some veterans, you go with the young guys, then you go trade for a young guy who could fit in and be a veteran piece. That could make some sense. It could. So I want to at least throw that in there because I know the number one pushback I'm going to get when I talk about these trade targets is how can the Titans make a trade? Well, maybe they're going to make a trade to get some more picks that will allow them to make some of these moves. You may not like it, but we have to at least acknowledge it as a possibility. But with that being said, we are going to move forward. Talk about some guys who could get cut between now and training camp that the Titans should look at and some guys that are just on the free agent market right now. So we're going to get into that in just a moment. Titans fans, we have talked about some trade targets for the Titans uh, that can help them at wide receiver. Now we're going to move to some guys who could be cut and talk about some guys who are just free agents right now. Anyway, before we get into that, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed and stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Shout out to my everydayers as well, tuning into the show Monday through Friday, every single week. If you aren't an everydayer yet, you got to get like my everydayers. Everydayers, let me know down below that you're in the chat, that you're watching the show. I appreciate you guys all so much. But first, the way that I want to look at some guys who could be cut is by team, because there are some teams that it's just a numbers situation. Look, most teams in the NFL are going to carry five wide receivers on the roster, going to carry six wide receivers on the roster. I mean, seven is very rare. It's very rare to see seven wide receivers on a 53-man roster. So some teams just have more than five or more than six good wide receivers, or decent wide receivers, at least. So the number one team I want to point out is the New York Giants. So the New York Giants have Isaiah Hodgins, who was kind of a breakout player for them last year. Uh, they also have um, Darius Slayton. They brought in Paris Campbell. They have Wendell Robinson. They drafted Jalen Hyatt. So with all of those names, that's five right there. The Giants also have Sterling Shepard and Jamison Crowder. I think both of those players, either Sterling Sterling Shepard, number one, I'm far more interested in Sterling Shepard than I am Jamison Crowder. But at the same time, Kyle Phillips got banged up multiple times with multiple injuries last year and only caught eight passes anyway. Getting a veteran guy like Jamison Crowder who can play the slot, maybe do some return duties for you in a pinch, that could be a good option for the Titans as well. Another team is the Cleveland Browns. The Browns have Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper. 
Um, they've added some other options as well. Elijah Moore in a trade. Well, they have Anthony Schwartz. They also have uh, was Ronnie Bell from last year. Uh, they brought in a wide receiver in the draft, Cedric Tillman. So between Donovan Peoples-Jones, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, Tillman, and uh, Bell, that's five guys. And they still have Anthony Schwartz, Jalen Darden, Jakeem Grant. All got Anthony Schwartz can be an outside deep threat with good speed. Jalen Darden and Jakeem Grant both have the ability to be gadget guys with speed on the inside. They could both make a ton of sense from a talent standpoint for the Titans. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, they have Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, Renfro, Devontae Adams. Well, outside of that, I mean, they have Keelan Cole, veteran who could come in and help, Philip Dorsett, speed guy who can work in the slot, DeAndre Carter, another guy with some good quickness who could work in the slot and do some return duties. One of those guys is not going to make the cut. And they can make a lot of sense for the Titans. So, looking at those teams with crowded wide receiver groups, knowing that a couple of those guys are going to come free and the Titans could go look for them. Um, obviously, you have Corey Davis, uh, maybe Quez Watkins from the Eagles as well. Maybe those are options that come available. You'll have to wait and see on that. All I want to say about Corey Davis is, though, he's going to be getting cut off the best contract he ever got. He's going to want to play on a one-year deal and try to get back out into free agency and get another good deal, multi-year deal. You think he really wants to come back to Tennessee and take a chance of playing with Will Levis and betting his next contract on that? Some of these other guys won't have as good options. So, of course, they'll take a, a high-end role with the Titans. I mean, you could literally be a wide receiver too right away for the Titans. And that's a better role than maybe some of these guys are going to have available to him. So from that standpoint, the Titans could be attractive, an attractive destination. But I think Corey Davis is over a talent threshold where he could probably go to a better team with a better offense and get himself a better contract moving forward. That's a reality with Corey Davis. So just want to say that. But ask for some guys who are free agents right now. You guys got your puke bags ready? All right, great. Number one, Kenny Galladay. I mean, I am not a fan of Kenny Galladay in any way. Watching him on tape and watching him on film makes you despise him as a player. I don't know him as a person, but as a football player, I can't stand the guy. Lazy, doesn't run routes hard, doesn't try hard. He went from signing a four-year, $72 million contract to being cut after two years and not even being on a team right now. So that tells you all you need to know. But Guy has some talent. He's a big-bodied receiver. Maybe getting treated the way he's being treated right now will kind of flip a switch for him. I mean, he's 29, so probably not. But again, the Titans are desperate. Uh, another guy like that is Rashard Higgins. Played for the Browns for a while. A big-bodied guy. Some speed to him. Go up and get it. Only 28 years old. If the Titans want to go that route, I think I'd rather go with Higgins. Um, another guy, Demarcus Robinson, 28 years old, ton of experience in the NFL, will play special teams, uh, but he's kind of a Chris Moore guy. So what's the point? 
Uh, a guy who is interesting. I think he played for the St. Louis Battlehawks from the XFL. But it's Hakeem Butler. Uh, I think he played at Iowa State in college. Uh, Akeem Butler, six foot three, six foot four, size, speed, athleticism type guy, really played played well in the XFL. He was definitely the best wide receiver in the XFL this year. And, you know, not everybody matures at the same rate. Not everybody, you know, grows at the same rate. Maybe a guy like Akeem Butler needed to fall out of the NFL, go to the XFL, work for it at a lower level. But I think Akeem Butler's going to, going to get a chance in the NFL. And I think the Titans should be a team to give him a, ch- a shot. That makes sense, right? These are the type of moves that the Titans will have to make. Low risk, high reward chances. Maybe they get lucky. Um, the last guy that I want to mention here who's currently a free agent is Julio Jones. <laughs> I'm just kidding, everybody. I'm just kidding. But Either way, those are the options that I found. That could be available via trade, could get cut by their team, are available in free agency. What options do you guys like out of that? Nothing great, but man, the Titans need some help in a desperate way. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.